that's a big reason why you're interviewing here and you're leaving where you're at. I guarantee it. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Now, with that being said, all this to do, speaking about TikTok and YouTube and stuff, all has to do with your second topic, which is building a brand, even mm-hmm. under a team. So unpack why that's your second secret to success. So I think so many times people you know, join teams um, with the expectation that they have to push that team's brand. And you do. I mean, obviously, it's an, an important part of our business. You have to make sure that you're marketing for you know, the mothership. But there's ways to build your brand, especially organically, that I don't, I don't get. You know, um, I've had, I've listened to tons and tons of podcasts. I listen to you guys and a whole bunch of others. But um, a big one um, that people talk about is, you know, I do five handwritten notes a day, and I send them out to my clients, and that's great, and that's wonderful. Um, but I can reach five people on social media in the amount of time you're uncapping your pen to write that note. Um, so. I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm saying if you're not doing social media, and I don't mean just business-wise, I tell all my agents, every night before you go to bed or every morning before you wake up, you should be spending 30 minutes on social media going through your sphere of influence. Oh, Becky had a baby. Make sure that you're not just hearting that. You're commenting, Becky, she's, she's beautiful. She looks great. And be genuine about it. We're all genuine. We're happy someone had a baby. Don't be salesy. But make sure that you're pushing your brand by people realizing that you care about their life, right? And social media is massive in that. I think so many times people just endlessly scroll social media and they don't they don't think, oh, I should like that. Oh, I should heart that. Oh, I should comment that. Or, oh, I should share that. Or, oh, I should donate to this. You know, um, uh, My sphere was absolutely built. My business was built because of social media. I was born and raised in the town that I sell in, but... Um, I took off and I lapped a lot of people really quickly because everyone thought I was in their life. And it was because I was through social media. So <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. It's, build that, your it, it's that bias, isn't it? Like I've seen you about and you're like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where, but I recognize you and you're going yeah. like, <laughs> well, that too, that's paid, you know, with paid ads, but organically, even someone, you know, I mean, how many times when you get into real estate and you join a team, you, you guys coach a lot of rookie agents, I'm sure, and they yeah. struggle getting business from their own sphere. I mean, it's gone are the days of um, you know making sure, oh, my, this person will definitely use me because I went to high school with them. Oh, this person will use me because uh, we were best friends in junior high. And then all of a sudden, you see that they shared something because you know the realtor.com post and they didn't use you. And you're like, oh, no, what did I do? Well... You didn't say hi to him when you saw him in the grocery store because you were too scared to, because you didn't feel confident enough to go over. You don't have to say you're a real estate agent. Don't do that. They know. People are voyeuristic. Everyone knows. They check out your profile. They look at it. They look at what you had for dinner when you post it. And when they see you in the grocery store, you better believe that they understand that you just had a birthday a day ago, you know? And, and those are things that you can talk about. So um, I, have a, I have some agents who have interviewed with us in the past and they said, I know you guys are big on social and I don't have a social media um, account, a personal social media account. Um, and that's hard. That's hard for me because, you know, I'm like, okay, well, 
that's that's a big reason why you're interviewing here and you're leaving where you're at. I guarantee it. No See, Andrew, it is okay to cry on social media at Ed Sheeran at Wembley Stadium in London. No, it's not. Half the reason, half the reason why I cried is because he wouldn't even drive to see me. So that's a whole that's a whole different topic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, I've, been in, I've been to England once, and your stupid ass wouldn't even come drive to see six me. Six hours away. You are not worth that. To be fair, if it was 15 minutes away, I wouldn't have come. But it's a <laughs> 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 now, what Brad did, he was crying, Ed here, and then it was the little sticker came up where it's like, if you're looking to buy a house. That is awesome. Marketing one on one. Let's talk tangibles about building a brand. Um, new agent comes or an agent who's got a brand wanting to, you know, get some more ROI from it. What are some of the things that you would recommend an agent listening could do to help their brand and to get deals and get more engagement, things like that? Um, as far as, did you say in a listing or just in general? And yeah, in general, like some of the, some of the tips to like actually helping their brands grow and getting started with one or helping, you know, get in touch with people and things like that. So social obviously is a big one. Um, individual, um, just making sure that you have a consistent brand. I mean, I was reading an article the other day that Coca-Cola, you know, hasn't changed their brand ever, ever. And there's a reason for that. Um, and also pick a pick a logo and, and everything behind you, even if you're with a team. You should have your own logo as long as your team leader is okay with it. Because eventually, are you going to be on that team forever? Maybe not. Um, most likely not. So put it in a spot where you can easily transition and not confuse the public as to um, whether or not you're selling real estate anymore. I mean, that's important. Um, so I literally love your off every team leader right now like that makes me happy being one because i agree with you but most team leads are like you got to use my brand like i'm not even called the brad vandwall team we're just called the greater yyc group so it can be anybody's group if you leave you come whatever so like eventually i'm not stupid i've been around 13 years i know they're gonna go if they want to go and that's cool yeah Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. So so I got a question for you guys. Um, if you are building your own brand under a team, at what point do you stop having signatures like, you know so-and-so grew powered by so-and-so brokerage uh brokered by so-and-so right like at, at some point it's like you have three brands in your signatures or do you have two brands in your signatures like how do you have the happy medium um if you have three brands what would you tell the agents i think if you have that many brands in your signature you're probably at the wrong company to be honest with you um you shouldn't have to have three umbrellas you're, you're you don't have a team leader who's taking care of you um, you know, the rainmaker situation, but I have seen that, um, to your point where, you know, I love, well, I, I bring this up cause I've seen it fairly recently, right. Where I got a signature and it's like, so-and-so team powered by such and such grew brokered by such and such brokerage. And I'm like, look, Peter, I'm way too hungover to hear that bullshit. Here's how it's going to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it just says partner. And that's the way I've chosen to do it is even a new agent. It says partner. And I'm all kidding aside. One of my agents told me a very vivid story where he went up against, we went up against another team and that team lead sent a buyer or a seller's agent and not that team. And I did sort of the same thing. 
but on his email, it said partner, because that's what I call my team members. Mm-hmm. He got the deal because she thought I sent my partner and yes, he is my partner, but even a brand new agent that comes on my team, that has been an agent for a week. I say business partner because I want them to be empowered. I want them to go feel like they can build their own brand within our brand or do whatever they want to do. Most agents and most team leads don't think like that. It's like the Brad Vandewall team or it. No, it's like, it's not even about, it hasn't been about that in 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's let's empower our agents to create something. Hopefully within my brand is how I do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think kind of what I'm getting at is Brad, you have a very unique way that you empower um, the agents, but I know some agents be part of the group and it's like, how do they spread their wings and still have their own brand, their own logo under the big brand? Cause you know, they may not feel comfortable where they think they may be missing out on a little bit of business because they're not using the, your brand to close deals. Right. So like, how do you find the right balance between that? It's hard to say, man. I think that, you know, I can't, I can only speak for myself, but the way I did it is I just always wanted my agents to feel empowered. I always wanted them to be a part of my brand because hopefully it brings longevity where literally you could be on my team for one minute and you're going around saying it's your team. Like my agents, I have 37 agents, all 37 have the opportunity to say, Hey, we sold 1250 homes last year. It's my team. I don't care. Like I know I'm winning because they go and say that it's our team. Mm-hmm. It's just the mindset I had when I started my team. So there's not very many like it though, to be honest. They they should because they probably got that that listing because of you. I think I think a lot of times too, I, it, you know, egos get in the way for team leaders and they're not they're not willing to allow people to say partner. And we do the same thing. We we tell our all of our agents that you're a partner of our firm of our team, and we're a, we're our own firm too. So I mean, it's a little bit easier to have you know, not so many, um, tags on your, on your signature or whatever it may be on your business card. But I, I do want every single agent to walk in there day one when they have their first on their own lead where we're not beside them and feel so empowered that they can walk in there and say, look, we sold, you know, last year we sold 360 homes and this year we're on track to do the same. And, um, we're, we have only 15 agents. I mean, we're, we will, sell this property or we will find you the house. And it's a we situation too. I think, I think you gotta, you gotta separate your brand to a point where when people see that brand, they think of you anyways, they aren't thinking of me. They think of you, they think of you as the agent. You know, we have deals in my office, what we call spillovers. Um, if I get too busy with my own individual business, I'll spill over elite. So actually, actually someone who is contacting me to buy or sell a house um, and I'll make sure that they're okay with it. And I'll give them to one of my partners to Brad's point. And um, I had one of my agents say, well, what happens when that client wants to buy or sell again a couple years from now? And they call you. I said, that means you didn't do a good enough job. You should be divorcing me from my clients. That's how good you, your brand should be alongside mine. So I love that. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very valid point. Well, I think a big thing too is what you said. And I always remember when I first real estate coach is big shout out to Jared one thing that he taught me in real estate is your ego is not your amigo. And it's, it's corny or whatever it sounds. I was just like, there's so many times where I listen to agents. Now I've been an agent for fucking 30 years. I'm like, I sold more houses in last month than you did your whole life. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter. But like you have to sit there. Oh, sorry. Half sounds negative. If you choose to sit there and choose to do something, I know I've won deals. 
because I tucked my ego aside. I know I've done something great for my clients because I chose to tuck my ego aside. Everything inside of me wanted to tell this person to fuck off. But I just, this thing in the back of my head, your ego is not your amigo. Your ego is not your amigo. And I'm just like, shut it down, get the job done, then maybe say something. But at the time, shut up and do your job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, take it, take it out of it. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 